Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This episode is called The Fall. And in this episode, we are going to study about Genesis chapter 3 and we'll see what the Bible is trying to teach us. Now before we get into Genesis chapter 3, we need to know a little of what was happening in Genesis chapter 2. Chapter 2 tells us that man had a perfect relationship with God and the world was beautiful and there was no sin. Now before we get into chapter 3, let me answer this one question. What did Adam and Eve actually do in the garden? The Bible answers this question in chapter 2 and 3. In chapter 2 it says that Adam and Eve ruled over the creatures. Chapter 2 also says that Adam had been given the responsibility to name the animals. And the third thing they did was spend time with God every evening. This is what chapter 3 verse 8 tells us, that God came to meet Adam and Eve every evening in the cool of the day. Now, let's get into chapter 3. Chapter 3 verse 1 says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said to the woman, As God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree in the garden? Now, as soon as we get into chapter 3, we see that there's this introduction of a new creature or a new character in the story, the serpent. Now, who is this serpent and what is this serpent doing here? Verse 1 tells us that the serpent was created by God and that the serpent was not somewhere it was not supposed to be. Now, the verse describes the serpent using this one word, subtle or cunning. In Hebrews, the word for subtle is arum. Now, this Hebrew word is not used to define a person who uses his wisdom or uses his cleverness in a very good way. Arum means using your mind in the wrong way. But how can the serpent use his mind in the wrong way? Because God created the serpent, which means that God's creation was perfect and good, right? Well, God had given the power of choice to the creatures in the Garden of Eden too. So the serpent could make his decision on what he wanted to do with his wisdom. And what decision did he make? Satan used the serpent as a medium to deceive man. Or in the other way around, serpent allowed the Satan to use him as a medium to deceive man. In the book of Steps to Christ, written by Sister Ellen G. White, she says that the angels had talked to Adam and Eve about this fallen angel and how this angel had swept one-third of other angels with him and now he was cast out of heaven. So Adam and Eve knew about Lucifer's fall. And Adam and Eve expected Lucifer to come in front of them as a fallen angel. But what did Satan do? Satan took the form of a serpent. Now before we study about the conversation between the serpent and the woman, why did God even put the tree in the middle of the garden if God never wanted them to eat of it? The thing is, this was a test which was very essential for Adam and Eve's spiritual development. And if they passed the test, the result would be happiness. Verse 1 records this conversation between the serpent and the woman. The serpent says, Has God told you you shall not eat of every tree in the garden? 
The woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God said, You shall not eat it, you shall not touch it, lest you die. Okay, so when the serpent started talking to the woman, the woman was not surprised that the serpent was speaking, which tells us that the serpent already had the power of speech. And that is why the woman was not scared or taken aback. Because if she would have been scared and if this was not normal, then she would have ran back to Adam. Because this verse tells us that Eve was alone and was not with her helper. And then Eve started talking to the serpent and started replying in a very friendly way, in a very innocent way. She could not see that the serpent was twisting God's command. And in the process, Eve also added to God's command. God never told Adam and Eve that they could not touch the fruit, but Eve added it. God said, if you eat of the fruit, you will surely die, telling us that death would surely come if you eat the fruit. And then when Eve said it, lest you die, now this word lest means may die or may not die, which tells us that death might follow eating of the fruit according to Eve, but according to the commandment of God, God said death would surely come if you eat the fruit. And this is what filled Eve's mind with doubt. We'll come back to this verse because this verse has a wonderful secret in it. Let's go to verse 4. The serpent said, you shall not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So the serpent tells the woman that, no, you shall not surely die. And God is lying. That is how it is revealed to us that it was not the snake, but it was Satan using the snake because the devil is the father of lies. Verse 6 says, So when the woman saw the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit, and she also gave her husband, and he ate. Now Satan charged God with two things. First, he tried to tell Eve that God was not afraid of your death, but he was afraid that you would turn against God. The second thing that the devil tried to charge God with is that you would die after eating the fruit. Many Jewish old writers say that as soon as Eve said that God has told us not to even touch the fruit, the serpent pushed Eve to the tree and she accidentally touched the fruit and the tree and she did not die because that is not what God meant. And the serpent used this and said, see, you didn't die and you touched the fruit. So this only means that God is lying. This is how the serpent used his arum, his cleverness, his cunningness in the wrong way against God. Verse 5 tells us that the serpent says you shall be like God. The serpent is telling be your own God. Verse 6 is where everything falls down. This is where the woman changed her mind about the tree. First, it appealed to her taste. Second, it appealed to her eyes. And third, to her, she wanted to eat of the fruit of this tree because she thought that God was hiding something from her and that she and Adam 
could attain more wisdom and be like God. Right now for Eve, the serpent was of much higher value than God, breaking the first commandment. And Eve did not only eat it alone, she gave it to her husband, which tells us that when she ate the food and she did not die, she observed that God was lying and the serpent is right. And then she went to Adam and gave him the fruit. And he did eat is what the Bible says. And it is very reasonable that they must have had a conversation before Adam eating the fruit and Eve telling Adam that God is lying because I ate the fruit and I did not die. And Adam saw that there was no physical change or there was no change in the physical form of Eve. And that is why he ate the fruit. Because Adam never talked to the serpent, he made a very conscious choice that I would listen to Eve instead of taking this matter to God. And because Eve took the fruit to Adam, this clearly tells us that she was not with Adam in the first place. And that was one of the reasons she came into or she fell into the trap of the devil. Adam took his fate into his own hands because he was not deceived as I told you. He made the choice very consciously and he started to act like God. He did not even meet the serpent but started to do what the serpent wanted them to do, to be their own gods. Verse 7 says, eyes of both of them were opened. They were no longer innocent but they saw their physical nakedness. And they started to make these aprons, these coverings from fig leaves. They tried to replace the garment of innocence which was given by God with their own garments made of fig leaves, their own sinful garments. This tells us that Adam and Eve were no longer dependent on God. And we're back to the same thing the devil said. Be your own God. Now as we dive deeper into chapter 3 and we move on to verse 8, we see that they heard the sound of God walking in the garden and Adam and Eve were not there to welcome God. Now where were Adam and Eve? Adam and Eve were hiding in the midst of the trees because of their guilt. Everything was changed. The world was no longer perfect. Adam and Eve's relationship with God was distorted by sin. Everything was perfect in chapter 2 and everything fell down in chapter 3. Now what do we learn from this part of episode 2? What do we learn from this half of chapter 3? What I want you guys to remember is sin separates us from God just like it separated Adam and Eve and we will study about it further in the chapter but this is where the first part ends. Adam and Eve made perfect, made immortal. They chose death and they chose the way of the serpent. They obeyed the commandments of the serpent rather than obeying the commandment of God. 